Hello and welcome to Back to Basics with Sandra and Lyndall. I do want to give you a little bit of a disclaimer before today's episode. We are going to be talking about suicide, self-harm and mental health. So if any of these subjects are a trigger for you, um, then maybe scroll on to the next episode. Hello and welcome to Back to Basics with Sandra and Lyndall. Today we are joined by Caleb once again for part two. We're chatting to him about his entrepreneurial journeys, um, his journey with mental health and all of the things that he's got coming up. So do you feel like, um, you know, like, like growing through that and, you know, like gaining success and, you know, having more money in your life, do you feel like that really changed your perspective and your outlook on life? Um, I feel like uh, a different way to answer that is like the satisfied thing. Mm. Like, I feel like people just are never satisfied. Like I'm never satisfied. Mm. Like if I don't make 10K in a week, I'm like, fuck, I'm so useless. Hey. Mm. And like, I put such like high standards on myself. I was about to say, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. 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 It's probably yeah. why I'm freaking shaking all the yeah. time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like it's just like. Yeah, there's pressure. Hey, like, how long is that gonna last for, Caleb? Like, that's gonna. You're 19 now. You've got a whole, like a long way ahead of you. Like, how? Like this lifestyle is that gonna be? It's not healthy to maintain it. Like, I know it's not healthy, but I thought if I can just grind for like five years straight, mm-hmm. I'd rather work five years instead of 60 years. Yeah. Like I used to do plumbing. I did it for a week after I dropped out of school, mm-hmm. and um, just like the thought of like imagine doing this every day, waking up at five, finishing at four cleaning shit yeah like I literally thought, i literally <laughs> yeah. thought like fuck that imagine doing that for 60 yeah. years yeah mm. because it's like obviously but some yeah. people love it yeah some people love it yeah. my best mate loves like yes. he's loves yeah it. and they make a decent coin out of it yeah. yeah they do but i just like that thought of doing mm. that shit i was like nah i can't and what's the reality of making money online because i feel like social media does a really great job of glamorizing mm. how cool it can be to and how easy travel and work two hours a week and all of this stuff but like i don't feel like it you can say you work two hours a week. Like I'd say, oh, I don't really work, but I fucking mm. work my ass off. It's probably mm. like the same as you guys. Mm. Like you feel like you have a lot of free time, but then there's also like so much pressure and shit. Like you're you're working, but because you love it, you're not actually working. Yeah, it feels like yeah. you're not well, it's working. It's almost like you can't switch off. You yeah. never like, switch off. Yeah, I don't think I ever switch off. I think especially when your business is online, like everyone's got a phone in their hand all the time. Mm. Yeah, so hard to just- a, Yeah, you can't really like switch off. Like you go home... Whereas, like, if you had a normal nine to five, like, your home is, like, I switch off there. But you can't do that when you work online, right? The other day, one of the girls said to me, like, um, because I always have a camera on, like, when I'm filming my classes because you have to get content, right? And um, she's like, by the time I'm finished from the gym and I'm home, she goes, you've already got a reel up. (laughs) She was like, how do you even do that? I'm like, you have to do it. Like, you have to. That's so funny, yeah. So um, there's a reason for, like, you're always constantly thinking, like, how am I going to uh, make myself known how am I going to get exposure how mm. people how are you going to stay relevant because everyone's a online person these days so. it's the relevant thing that I think mm. is really important like do you see that a lot like I feel like the content creation game has changed so much like even in just in the last 12 months yeah it has I feel like because content in Australia was so like weird for people mm. but now it's starting like starting to be normalized Mm. Um, you can't walk like I mean I know when I go, walk into a gym like every second person's got a tripod, a tripod set up like yeah. you're like trying to walk yes. over these tripods but it's like, never been like that hey no, no. So, it's a lot. which like it's cool like I, like I understand it obviously as a business owner like that's what you have to do and that's cool but I know for a lot of other people like they probably wouldn't understand the reasons why mm. do you feel like having like a consistent stream of um, content 
online is a necessity for a business or yeah, you have to owner? stay consistent. Yeah, like if you stop, no one's gonna like watch your shit, obviously. But you feel like being on social media is like a necessity. Well, it depends like what future you want, but like for me, like I need to be posting like my niche, mm. and like I need to be like consistent with it. Like, yeah, I feel like Instagram is just like glued to my hand. Hey. Mm. And that's why I feel like it is a little bit like glamorized in a way because we are putting this perfectly curated content online. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like, you know, you always want to post your best side or, you know, your highlight reel, as we say. But I think for a lot of people, it does kind of create this false sense of reality when it does come to, okay, well, I can just quit my nine to five like Mm. that and make money online. Like all your travel videos and stuff, you're like, I want to do what this guy's doing. But really, like you've, you're hustling like you're doing yeah, hard work. I think like the way I went about my social media mm. is like that's what I realized. Like no one actually posts the real shit. Mm. Mm. So it's like, fuck, I'm going to be so different because I feel like there's no one in my niche. Hey? Yeah. Like I feel like no one actually posts what it, like, what it feels like, yeah. stuff like that. People talk about it, mm. but they don't actually show their emotions behind it. And I'm a guy as well. Like I feel like vulnerability is like such an important thing. Yeah. Like it's made sure. me so strong. Like some guys call me a bitch and shit, but mm-hmm. fuck, it's made me like so strong. Do you feel like there's a fine line between wanting to be realistic and authentic and oversharing? Mm. Yeah. In I feel that like particular I niche. Not in a bad way, but in a way where you're going to have some people go, I can really relate to this and this is so good to know that I'm not alone. Mm. But then other people go, why the fuck? Yeah, is why is that online? Doing this? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I feel like it's a fine line that, you know, you're going to have like 50% that relate to you and support you and 50% that are going to, you're going to cop hate from, you know, how do you deal with that? Um, The main thing that I learned, I feel like, cause I'm, I've always been like a crazy kid. Like I'll cliff jump, burn my hands on fire. Like anything like near death. I sort of just like <laughs> see the, like you're so casual about it. <laughs> oh, it's just normal to me. It's just normal to me. But um, my, my children are watching. Please, oh, <laughs> they just start cliff jumping. No. no, but like it's just like the moment you realize like fuck, no one actually gives a fuck, mm. or just don't give a fuck about anyone else. Then like you're like invincible in a way. Mm. And because I'm a kid, like I feel like I'm invincible. Like mm. I feel like I don't really give a shit. Like, yeah. Did you go through a time though where you really felt like you couldn't post your authentic self for fear of judgment? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I only yeah. posted it recently just because I was like, "Fuck, like this would be cool." Yeah. Um, like I only started posting around June mm. was when I really started to like post. Yeah. Has your dad said anything about posting? Like, is he worried about you sending that out into the world? Um, yes and no. Like, yeah. he sort of doesn't understand social media. Okay. Um. But yeah, he likes it, but he doesn't. Okay. Because like, he doesn't like being on camera and stuff like that. Yeah. And There's he probably some... doesn't want to be reminded of it either, right? Oh my God. It broke my heart. I showed yeah. him the documentary. Yeah. And um, I showed him the part of like his mum, my year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my nan, sorry. Yeah. And um, yeah, he just bawled his eyes out. Hey, and he's yeah. like, fuck, do you really want to share like these yeah. videos and stuff? But I was like, yeah. dad, it's going to help people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Your purpose. You definitely know what your purpose is. And like, what are some like keys to success that you can give to people that do want to get out of their nine to five? Um, I think just focus on your mindset to start with. Mm. Like, don't quit your job until like you know what you want to do. Yeah. So when you're in that job, um, like use it as motivation. Like when you wake up, hate it so much that you plan mm. shit in your mind while you're working. So mm. just say you're in the office. Like when you got like a break, instead of just eating, talking shit, like write shit down, listen to a podcast. Mm. Like, just, like, honestly, just focus on what you want. Because mm. I feel like, um, like, you got to start with mindset. Like, you need to figure out your purpose. You need to figure out your why. 
um, how are you going to do it? Like you just need a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong with staying nine to five. Like I, I love the regular income. I don't mind my job. Like, you know, I think we were talking about that the other day where it's also okay to stay in it for as long as you need to until you don't need to. Like, you know. Yeah, like, I, honestly, yeah. I don't mind people that, like have nine to five. Yeah. Like, honestly, a lot of people have obviously nine to five. Yeah. And they're just normal people. Yeah. Um, It just depends on like what sort of future you want. Yeah. Mm. Like, do you want that flexibility? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, like everyone's different. Like, yeah. I like to travel, but yeah. not other people like to travel. Yeah, so true. it just depends on like what person mm-hmm. they are. So, do you have a private jet? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what you know. A lot of people do do. They're like, oh yeah, I want to quit my job mm. and I want to do this thing, but not actually put work thought, into it. Yeah, into it. Like, well, how would you go about it? In a very similar way that you've just described really you have to be planned and calculated like Mm. I feel like you know we're a little bit older than you of course but I feel like the older you get the more responsibilities you Mm. have the more things you've got to pay for and obviously as you start to gain success and you start to gain more money in your life more money comes into your life your lifestyle just naturally gets more expensive Mm. so now all of a sudden you know like 10 years ago when I was working, you know, I was earning this much and my lifestyle could only be here. But now all of a sudden I'm earning this much and that's where my lifestyle is. So you kind Mm -hmm. of have a little bit like a little bit more pressure on yourself, I guess, to make what you're making now, if not more, before you can go, yeah, okay, I feel the stability that I need to quit. And I think when you've been in a nine to five for some people for five, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is having that stability and stepping away from that can be really scary. Mm. I feel like that's what I was lucky with though because obviously I tried committing suicide. So I was like, fuck, I really have nothing to lose. Mm. So I had that mentality. When, so do like, you feel invincible now? Like, oh, is yeah, that, like yeah. you have that sort of, yeah. Like I have my mentality now, like I look in the mirror, I'm like, fuck, I'm actually like a king. Like mm. <laughs> I'm yeah, the best, wow. I'm the greatest. Like, and you're so young, that's so good to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm not encouraging people to well, <laughs> go I just, through that. I just but, hang out with older people. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm talking with you guys. Like, yeah. You guys are a bit older than me. Okay. It's all right. She's older than me. Aren't you like 25, 26? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give that narrative. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. No, but like like my best, like one of my best mates, they're like 30 years old. Yeah. Like I hang out with older people because I just, I learn from their mistakes Mm. firstly so I don't have to fuck up. Mm. Yeah. And then I just understand like what Mm. life's all about. Yeah. A lot of people are immature at your age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even like 30 year olds are immature. Oh, like. yeah, 100%. Mm. Do you feel like your circle of people has, and your circle of friends have, has changed mm. as your perspective on life has changed and you've gained more success? Yeah, it has. Like I used to, like just say if I go on a date with a girl mm-hmm. and she's talking about drama and stuff, I literally just get up and walk away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or if it's about like guys and they're just talking shit, like mm. talking about like how many girls they got or like drugs on the weekend and stuff. I literally just like, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah. Mm. Like, Do could, you take any? drugs oh fuck no no, no. way yeah. a lot of that's the thing like a lot of kids my age do mm-hmm. and like i've just always been like i used to get so insecure because i never went out i never did drugs i mm-hmm. never like i don't really drink i've probably drank once this year already um and like i felt out of place until because mm-hmm. like it's like cool to do that shit yeah, yeah or drinking it blind yeah, on the weekend. Like, yeah because people post on social media like oh my god i'm drunk as. yeah yeah and i used to feel so insecure and that's why i was shy as well because yeah. i just wasn't in that circle mm-hmm. and um now that i'm older i'm like Fuck, these guys are going to be doing this weekly, mm-hmm. spending like $300 a night while I'm making 300 an hour. Yeah, like, crazy. <laughs> and I think it's really about what you want to focus on. Yeah. Mm. You know, some people like 
focusing on going out and getting wasted and that's their life and that's what they that's, feel they have well, to do. Well, that's what I was doing when I was 19. I wasn't doing what you yeah, like same. at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I just, I don't know, it's, everyone's different. Like, but I, I think, think the purpose. times have changed as well. Like we were, when we were young, we like, well, you know, I, I don't know about you, but my main goal coming out of high school was to get a fake ID because I was still 17 <laughs> and I couldn't go clubbing. I had um, yeah. <laughs> So it was that. But like, I think now, like growing up, people, young people growing up at this time, like my nephew wants to be a pilot. So his goal is at 15, I'm dropping out and I'm going to go and be a pilot, which is mm. incredible. He's already researched how much they make a year. Um, and I just, when he speaks, I look at him and I'm like, you are so incredible that you've got But we that. didn't have that access to all of that information mm. either. Like I started my first business when I was 17 mm. and I sold products through, I don't know if you know this website, Tumblr mm. and LiveJournal, which are basically no blogs. They're, they're blogging. Tumblr. Yeah, <laughs> Tumblr. Their blogging site. Did you? You wouldn't have had MySpace. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Babe. He's so red because he's like, I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like that's all. That's the only platforms that were there yeah. back then. You know, we had fucking dial-up internet and Tumblr, mm-hmm. right? And I like, I sold. She's I showing sold her products. age now. I really, I really am. But you know, we didn't. You know, yeah. we couldn't just jump online and do the latest. No, to at all. No. Or, and like, honestly, you know, one TikTok, if it gets like ten million views mm, with your product, mm, fuck. Like, yeah. You could just be rich. And on that yeah. topic, like, how do you create content that you know is going to go viral? Mm. Um, your tips. So obviously, like my university is like how to grow your social media, how to make mm. money through videography and stuff like that. And the main thing I teach is. Your content needs to be high value, uh, high quality, mm-hmm. um, high value, and relatable. So mm-hmm. if people can relate to you, they're going to engage more. So mm-hmm. the more engagement you get, the more followers. If it's got value, people obviously want to learn. They want value, um, so they're going to want that. And high quality, mm-hmm. and having a niche too, like a perspective of um, like a GP and a specialist. Like mm-hmm. a GP is generalized, and a specialized is specialist. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. specialized, sorry. Um, who makes more money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the specialist. specialist yeah. So if you like got a niche, um, that's like important as well. I don't know. There's so many ways to like grow and like get viral content, but I feel like those are the three main things, what's, four main things actually. What's your point of difference with your school? Obviously, your education. I think you said in one of your podcasts that you actually connect videographers with people that you know in your network as well, like to help them or. I like it depends where they are because like I've got people all around the world. Yep. Uh, so it's hard to help people like around the world mm-hmm. but i just tell them like what they need to know how to go about it mm-hmm. um and like then, the yeah. blueprint like step by step yeah it's cool though because some of my students making like 15k a month yeah wow. some make like 3k in a day and stuff yeah so it's cool like my knowledge actually works because yeah. obviously you go into it like you think you know what you're doing mm-hmm. but you sort of just like wing it mm-hmm. um so yeah so and was just, it a bit of trial and error for you to work out those cases of success or um, did you actually like do a course or have a mentor? Or- yeah. So the guy, Luke Belmar, mm. um, he made like a million in a day when I was with him. Like what? A, a million dollars. Yeah, I know. What? Because like he, um, he did Write that a- name like, down. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, like selling like his products online? No, no, no. So he got rich from crypto. Um, right. He does e-com as well. Right. But he created this club called Capital Club. And it's basically just um, like a club of like the most successful people around the world, entrepreneurs mm. around the world. And it's so hard to get into. And like, I was like, so cool how he's made it so secretive, but also like such a good way to make money. Mm. Cause he's teaching people while they're also teaching each other, but he's just like the main guy of it. So it's like $15,000 for a ticket. Plus you gotta like fly over there and shit. And he does it in all different places around the world. So you got invited to that Well, club? I was filming him. So oh, I was, wow. this is how I learned how to make money. Cause yeah, yeah. I was literally asked, I asked so many questions. It was probably about 
um, I think there was like 45 entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like guys making like 100, in a, 100 mil in a month, wow. a million in a day, 5 million in a all day. Mate, all men? Those, uh, I think there was three girls. Yeah. But yeah, mostly men. Yeah, crazy. Um, So yeah, like I just asked a bunch of questions from these guys and they just told me every single way to get rich through videography. Mm. So just basically said like use videography as a core to get your networking because it's easy to network when you're holding a camera. Yeah. yeah. Like when you're in a club, it's easy to talk to someone because you're holding a camera. Yeah. It's like, yo, dance with me and then start a conversation like that. Blah, yeah. Blah. Mm. So yeah, they just taught me like ways like that. And I feel like, you know, it sounds like you've had a really like great beginning into that. I feel like I've a been lot lucky of people, for sure. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will definitely go down that rubber hole and see a lot of those kind of get rich quick online mm. things and go for that and just doesn't really work out that way but I feel like you kind of haven't had that experience in a way yeah like I feel because my students try to rush it yeah, the main thing is patience like yeah. I've been doing videography th for three years like this has been a three-year thing it's not like I've just overnight mm. um so it's like you need to like just plan it and then attack it and yeah. keep um, like consistent and persistent as well like keep going like you're not going to always have a good month you're not going to always have yeah, a good day like so you just need to keep you know going through the motions and getting over this the key thing is like listening to yeah like you guys know something that i don't mm -hmm. i know something that you guys don't yeah. so like no matter how successful someone is like mm -hmm. always good to listen even if someone's making less money than me i yeah. always listen to see what they know yeah i could actually like help my thing because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they might have an idea that's like a fucking million dollar idea but they just don't know how to attack it. Mm -hmm. And then just sort of grab it, steal it. No, <laughs> no, like just, just listening to um, people and yeah. stuff like that. So. Yeah. Cool. And like on the on the um on like ideas and content creation, is is there like content that you've put out there that you thought would be really successful that just wasn't? Um I don't know. My stuff's been like popping off recently. Like I started with 13k last year in June. And now I'm at 72k, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like in three, like the past four days, I've grown 20k followers. What? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And just, it's just from viral videos. Yeah, so I've got four videos like going viral at the moment. Wow. Yeah. And it's just because my stuff's so relatable. Like mm. that's why I say relatable, valuable, high quality. Mm. It's if it's high quality, the image looks insane. It's good. Obviously, yeah. I'm a videographer, so it helps me because like I know what looks good mm -hmm. on like to the eyes. Yeah, Simon, um, make our videos go viral. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you. Um, guys, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it just needs to be valuable and relatable too. Mm -hmm. So, like yeah. your cellulite video the other day, mm. it's relatable. So like people see that. Yeah, that went viral. <laughs> yeah. And like if you made that high quality, like a bit more high quality, mm. like if you like show it more, explain mm. it more, stuff like that, it can show who you are. Yeah. Um, and showing your face a lot more is like good too. Yeah, definitely. Because people can follow you and that's it. It's so funny. The the things that you have think gone, would go viral. Yeah, don't. don't. Like and I put so much work into yeah, some things and they just don't hit mm. the mark. And then things like that video that I put up, like. I was on holidays. I wasn't wearing makeup. Mm -hmm. Like I was just at the pool. But that's and, relatable. And that's, what saying. that's why it was not great quality. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. It, it was like, I'm well. um, just a bit quiet. I'm going to film a video. Um, but that, but I think as well, like with fitness, it's also about what's trending at the moment. So there's a lot of guys like um, Duran and um, mm. James and they, they're very controversial in what they post online. So I think if you, I don't know about you, but I look at stuff like that and I kind of get inspiration from what they're talking about as well. And then we try and like, I almost feel like some creators go out of their way to be controversial. Mm. In, like you can tell that yeah. they want to go viral. Yeah. Like you can tell that that's but the end But people easily 
take the bait and they mm. make them go viral. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's a weird world. <laughs> All right, well, we'll sign up to your academy. <laughs> <laughs> you sold us, Caleb. <laughs> so, like, what's one thing that people can start doing to like begin to realize their potential? Because I feel like a lot of people are sitting back and they're just like. Yeah, that would be cool life to have, but it's I can't, I, I'll never get there. Mm. You know, it's literally mean? all my Impossible. students. Like, mm. I had this kid that um, he he's from Spain, mm. and he quit his he was a chef, quit his job, and he's like, bro, I don't know my purpose, but I just want to do something. I was like, look, I'm gonna teach you videography. Mm. I feel like just getting out there and doing different shit helps, but I'm um, basically just showed him how to become a videographer, and now he's like just making good money. He's just cliff jumping, like jet skiing and shit like that, and wow. he's living a life. That's so good. Yeah. So like, I feel like, um, I don't know if it's like the best like advice, but I don't know, just doing different things. Mm. And just you almost like, kind of just have to experience it, right? See yeah, if life you experiences. Like it, see if you're good at it and see if other people enjoy what you put out there. Yeah, like life experience is like the most important thing. Mm. So many people don't have a, a second thing that they're interested in. Like I know females, like I talk to them and they're like, they ask me like, how do you fit so much on your plate? And I said, because I love doing all this other stuff yeah. mm. outside of my everyday life i've never just had one job yeah like i've never just had yeah. one job so like ever since i was a have. teenager ever since i started working really i've always had a business on the side or mm. i've done some something else like in multiple streams of income and that just naturally came to me it's not like oh i want to invest in multiple streams of income it's just kind of something i've always done because yeah. i have multiple interests. it's like you have that itch yeah like it's you just always fun. just want to do it like yeah it's yeah, just yeah. so exciting like mm. you guys probably get those days where you're mm. just like Fuck, this is a cool idea. You start writing yes, again. Like, oh my God. It's just so our exciting. message is literally like, yeah. oh, we should do this for a podcast. I'm, I'm literally in the process of like building a website at the moment yeah. for another, like another business venture that I want to jump into just because I was like, well, what if? You know, literally, like, yeah. what, like, what if? Like, who get this $29 for Shopify? Mm. The only know, advice I would it. give to people is like, make sure you do one thing at the start just mm. to give 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, my 100% thing was videography. Mm-hmm. And through that, it's like gotten me other things. And I think you have to do that one thing for a period of time. I yeah. think people do that one thing for two or three months and not, no, it has see, to be like that. not make a sale or not whatever. And then they're like, oh, I can't do it. What's like, your one thing not. like? Yeah. My one thing is fitness yes, and yeah. everything branches from that. I've yeah. been in the fitness industry for over 10 years and I've had multiple roles within the industry, whether it's being a personal trainer myself. I've managed other people's very successful businesses. I've had my own gym that was very successful for a number of years, online coaching. And then things have kind of spanned from that. So like, you know, challenges, you know, like apparel, clothing, like accessories, all of that have kind of spanned from that. And and that's where my network is as well. Um, I'm also a hairdresser by trade as well. Really? That was my first ever job was hairdressing. Um, and I don't really do much hair anymore. I kind of teach hairdressers. Um, but I've kind of got this small bucket of clients that are mostly just like my friends or friends of friends or family of friends that or, or my ex-clients. And they're like, oh, can you do my hair? And I'm like, but you don't even know if I'm a good hairdresser. And they're like, yeah, but you're my personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Like, really? I just like you. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's, so it is oh, really about the networking. That's mm. so important. Um, the best thing I learned was making sure your clients are like, friends mm. like making sure they feel so comfortable with you making like making them feel like they like honestly your friend you need that connection yeah like, so yeah. my toxic trait is that a lot of my clients end up becoming my friends yeah <laughs> exhibit a <laughs> it's the same as me because like you get like too emotionally connected yeah which is like fine mm. but it just depends on the person but yeah. um yeah i feel like that's so important because if you build one good relationship through that person mm. you never know like who they know who they know, who mm. they know, and it just goes on. Yeah, definitely. So what's next for Caleb? 
What's next for me is um, I don't look too far in the future, but my documentary, mm -hmm. um, my clothing brand, my university. Like What's your documentary called? Um, don't know yet. Okay. I'm going to have like a series called Road to a Mill. Okay. Mm. Um, but I'll probably call it like I Beat Suicide or mm. I don't know. Yeah, you put me on the spot. I've been thinking of this for ages. I've been thinking of this for like, like six really? months. <laughs> It'll come to I, you one day. It'll yeah, I feel like it'll just naturally come. But I'm dropping yeah. it on my birthday. I was like, if I post this on oh, my 20th, wow. so July 10th will be out. Um, wow, wow, wow. So I thought it'd be so cool. Just it's going to be exclusive. Like, you have to access it from somewhere. Like, oh, it'll be on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Um, I was going to get it on Netflix, but it's another six months wait. Oh, like, how incredible. Yeah, but it's yeah. just too long wait. July yeah. 10th. And how long does it go for? Uh, it's, I haven't finished it yet, but it's probably going to be like 40 minutes. Yep. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. Oh, well, we can't massive, wait. Massive. We can't wait. Um, so, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We're going to be posting all of Caleb's links below. So, if you do want to reach out to him, please do so. Give him a follow. But until next time, yeah.